Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Nice. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Cavino and Rich. I'm Rich Davis. My buddy, Steve Cavino. And uh, you keep forgetting to turn on your mic. I mean, I'm... Do you, do you really need me to do it for you? I'm in the zone, bro. Anyway, que tal vatos locos forever. <laughs> Danny G, Don, Brian Fenley. I know he said Tennessee had no mercy on Purdue. He must be excited about Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. No yeah, yeah. mercy. By the way, I don't know if you saw my contract, Rich. It says that I don't press my own mic button. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll do that every break. I'm just, okay. I'm, All right. I'm just... All right, good. Okay. That would explain Rich carrying your umbrella for you through the courtyard, That's too. That's right. <laughs> yes, he's my... Uh, Farnsworth Bentley. He's my yeah. Farnsworth. <laughs> you and Rodney Harrison. Ah! I love it. I love it. Anyway, we are Cavino and Rich. And if you're a valued customer, yeah. you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's nice. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. You're such a natural. Thanks. Am I like a... <laughs> you're like Roy Hobbs. Roy Hobbs. Oh, you're right. You're the Roy yeah. Hobbs of commercial rates. I'm the wonder boy. <laughs> Wonder Boy. I'm the Wonder Boy, the natural Steve Cavino. That is Rich Davis. Thank you guys for being here. It's Fox Sports Radio. Let's get the phones going. 877-99 on Fox. Are you I wrapping know. up your Jimmy yeah, G thoughts I, here? I'm in the middle of my Jimmy G thoughts, but I have to tell you this because I know you're going to be devastated to hear this. Uh, you might have heard it already, but the uh, COVID-19 has taken its toll on the Westminster Dog Show. Really? They had to recancel. Uh, re- cancel. They had to cancel and reschedule the dog show. I had my money on Dixie the Wiener Rammer. I know. It's unfortunate. I had mine on Piper Waffles, the French Bulldog. Oh, oh man. Well, hey. What am I going to watch now? Jimmy G. You're going to watch Jimmy G or Trey Lance. By the way, the... the uh, I just don't understand why so much hype about Trey Lance. I understand you got to, you know, throw people into the water and, and let them swim sometimes. Like, hey, figure it out. By the way, I am not teaching my kids to swim that way. You see those videos where they take like infants and they're like, here's a way to learn to swim, and they just throw little babies in the pool? That's how uh, the Vatos do it. Yeah. No way. That's how people in my family did it. That's like, wild, man. They learn how to swim. I, I get it. You want to throw them in there. Yeah, aren't you always amazed? Like, you ever have a dog, speaking of the dog show, but your dog's never been like in a pool or something? You just throw it in there and it like, automatically, instinctively swimming around? My dog, do my dog would die. Well, you have, yeah, a French, bull, a French, French, bulldog. French bulldogs are little fat dogs that if you threw a French bulldog in a pool, wasn't there a, a story about how the rock saved his dogs or something, like jumped in a pool? I don't know that I mean, story. the rock does everything, so I'm I know the story of how the puppy, lo- the, the puppy who lost its way. I know that story. Yeah, you and Billy Madison. But, but why so much hype about Trey Lance when he did get an opportunity, and it's not like he lit it up, so... Why are you so quick to count out your guy, well, who at least has a confidence and a poise about him? I, I'm not counting out my guy. I... I'm telling you that I could come here with some hot take, but I'm telling you as a fan and as a guy that loves watching football more than anyone every Sunday. I got to be honest, you're, you're good for a mild take every once in a while. The fair. That's true. Let's be honest. I'm telling you, I'm sort of torn on whether or not starting Garoppolo and Jimmy G playing through a, a banged up thumb is selfish, uh, selfless or selfish. Because again, if, if Trey Lance plays, which by the way, if you looked at the 49ers schedule, like what's the ideal game for Trey Lance to start? 
I'd say against a terrible run defense and a team that's won a couple games all year. So this would uh, this would be essentially a great confidence builder. Yeah. Right. But then what what happens is you put Trey Lance, Lance in there and let's say the 49ers win 30 to 10. Now everyone's like, see, it's time to move on. Later, Jimmy G. And he's like, yeah, but my thumb, I'm guys, I'm and handsome and, and I'm here. The, and that's the circle of football life. And, and you wonder if Jimmy G is like, no, dude, I want, because Jimmy G knows, right? Listen, 49ers fans and football people, because you know the truth. Jimmy G knows that he's getting dumped. You know when you're dating a girl and she, she knows she's like talking to some other no, dude. I'm, I'm always the last to know, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like uh, Britney Spears. <laughs> Don't let me be the last to know. Kavino's the guy where it's like. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought everything was great. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure I saw her like making out with another dude. No, no, dude. We're, we're, everything's good with us. My confidence and my ego blinds me. I'm like, what do you mean? You thought you were getting a package in the mail and it was divorce papers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, mail. Ooh, nudie magazine day. Uh, no, divorce papers. I'm always What do like, you mean? oblivious to it. I'm like, yeah, it'll come around. You, you're out of your mind. You're not getting better than this. <laughs> and then it's always yeah. like, I was telling you for months and you weren't listening. Jimmy G knows that next year it's all about Trey. Number five, taking the snaps. They, they gave up a lot to get the third pick for Trey Lance. They're moving forward with Trey Lance. I heard Joy Taylor talking about it a week ago. Jimmy G will have suitors. People will want Jimmy Garoppolo it just the 49ers are not his future. She was saying with uh, all the questions around Deshaun Watson. Yeah, there's and, a, there's, and the yeah, weak and, class yeah. of quarterbacks that he would be the most sought after guy in the NFL. Yeah, other, other than if somehow someone could get Russell or Aaron Rodgers. Besides that, Carr, Jimmy G. There's not a lot of guys that are going to be available at that level. Anyway, the point is Jimmy G. knows that next year the 49ers are moving on. It's like knowing you're dating a girl, and it's like, all right, once we're done with our vacation, this is over. And it's like, and Jimmy G's vacation, the one last hurrah, is this run in the playoffs? Let's see what he could do. Jimmy G knows that with the NFC and even the whole NFL, the whole league, the National Football League, the parity is so unbelievable that there's not a team that could guaranteed whoop another team. Every game would be close in the playoffs this year. The most unbelievable parody? Taco Grande, Weird Al Yankovic. It's <laughs> parody, I... not parody. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I didn't know but, what you were talking but about. But Jimmy G knows that, you know, if the 49ers get hot, Kittle, Debo Samuel, Health is Ayuk. everything with the 49ers. Yeah, and, they, and, they're, and they're healthy outside right. of Jimmy G's finger. So Jimmy G's saying, yo, I could compete with... The Cowboys, so the Rams. you respect that, man. It's football. I say selfless. I'm answering your question. Your you, question uh, is selfish or selfless? Selfless to say, hey, I'm good enough to play, and I want to do everything I can I hope this team to win. help this team win. That's my job, and I'm not ready to hand it over to Trey Lance, who we don't even know if he can um, swim or not. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say so, selfish, but I get it. I say dude, selfish. These are football players, I say man. selfish. It's like... <sighs> If Jimmy G could play, he is going to do Even if he knows deep down inside, like, yeah, I should probably. Under any other circumstances, I would sit this one out. He knows. It's a Dude, big game. In, in the All Madden documentary, John Madden says he always told his players to take the opportunities when they're there. Because when you don't, someone else is going to take them. Yep. And you might not ever get that chance again. So when he got the offer to be a broadcaster, you know what he said? No, no, he said, no, I'm not interested. I don't want to be. But then he remembered what he told his football players. 
And it's so true. If you don't take that opportunity when given and when it's there, someone else might take it. You might not ever get that again. He said, boom, took it, made all the difference. Jimmy G can't sit out. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but there's a self-preservation selfishness that I'm not going to I was going to say a bad word. I'm not going to poop on. Um, why, did, why did you, uh, you, you and I never really take off? We've been doing radio together for 17 yeah, years. Should, there's a weird party that's like, I'm not, getting, I'm not giving anyone a chance. That's what yeah. it is. It's a, a, we love what we do, yeah. right? Not that we're insecure about someone replacing us or anything, but I'm not giving anyone a chance. Beat it. It's my gig. I think Jimmy G knows that his run to the playoffs with the 49ers ends after this year. He'll go somewhere else and play. He may start. Who knows? But Jimmy Garoppolo knows that if he hands the keys to the car to Trey Lance this week versus a terrible run defense. What is it? How do you know it's not a fob? Uh, it's probably a car fob. Yeah, is it's not a, a fob a key? It's a fob. No, because it's a fob. Do you know anyone with an actual car key? That's you got to have an old ass car to have a car key. On a throwback Thursday, remember your dad would have a, a, a key to start the car and a key to open the door. It was two keys. It's all about the fob now. It's all about the fob. So fob. So again, he's handing. He could hand over if the fob. If he hands the fob to Trey Lance, Trey Lance is never given the fob back because they're playing a terrible run defense. And I feel like Trey Lance is designed to play his game. And I, I know Kyle Shanahan has to say this, but Kyle Shanahan said Trey's looked better this month than he's ever looked, which is what you have to say. And we'll talk about that later when you have to say things. I'm just saying, it's selfish, but I get it. I want Jimmy G to ball one last time, see what he could do. But the minute Trey Lance gets a chance, they're not going back to Jimmy G. If Trey Lance plays this weekend and they win convincingly, which they should, they're playing the Houston Texans, why on earth would anyone be like, let's go back to Jimmy G? Because people are going to get a taste of fresh and Let new. Let me ask you this. And, as, ask Bar- you this. and as Barney Stinson said on How I Met Your Mother, new is always better. I was just going to ask you. Did you ever get involved in a, a brand new and exciting relationship and then move backwards again? Like back to the old one? Yeah. You have? No. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, yes, but no. No, you're right. Oh, okay. I don't uh, think I have either. By the way, uh, Matt in Minnesota, I'm reading our feedback. At Covino and Rich, or you could call 877-99-FOX. Matt in Minnesota said, the 49ers are looking a lot like that 2017 Eagles team that lost Carson Wentz. And Nick Foles came in last minute, took him to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying Trey Lance will do that, but you're giving a team a different look. Right? Like, every team in the NFC, especially, knows what Jimmy G's bringing, right? Short passes, minimal chances, run-heavy game, little slants to Kittle. He's the weakest of your weapons. That's really it. Trey Lance is is a wild card, no pun intended. Trey Lance, you don't know. I mean, he could fail and they could, you know, lose and not even make the playoffs. But Trey Lance is interesting. That's all I'll say. All right. We'll find out. Selfish or selfless? You could always chime in at Covino and Rich on social media. You need some WD-40 for that, Mike. Jimmy G. Yeah, it's a little... You hear that? Oil can. Yeah, it's a little uh, little rusty. Oil can. All right. Um, Moving on to Aaron Rodgers. By the way, shout out to Oil Can Boyd. Why? Is he still alive? Yeah, I hope so. Part of the 86 Red Sox team. Well, now I got to look him up. Best nickname, maybe, of that generation. It's a random throwback Thursday reference. <laughs> Shout out to Oil Cam Boyd. Hopefully he's still around. Still alive. Still alive. Born 1959. 
Book him, Danny G. He's our next guest. Yeah, look at these. Oil can boy. Look at these stats, though. He was 6'1", right? Remember, he talked a lot of smack. That He was, like, very emotional yeah, on the course. mound. Yeah, 155 pounds. It's like what your dad weighed in the 80s. <laughs> Guys like that. 155 be- pounds? The only pitcher that was that little and dominant was Pedro Martinez. And Billy Wagner was a great little guy. Yeah, but he wasn't 6'1", <laughs> Pedro. Do you guys remember his famous 86 Donruss baseball card? He had a white towel around his neck like yes. he was a boxer. I, yes. I totally do. Totally do. Oil Can Boyd went 78 and 77 and, you know, best known as a Red Sox who By the way, talked a lot of smack, but he bounced around toward the end of his career in Montreal and Texas. Hey, Danny G, uh, speaking of old school baseball cards, since uh, Kevin on Rich in for Gottlieb ADD Radio, we're all over the place. Well, Have- it is. Uh, well, we are diagnosed, and <laughs> and it is a throwback Thursday. Yeah. Did you watch a Eight Bit Christmas on HBO? I have not seen it yet. They they make such a throwback that only the few. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. Eight Bit Christmas is basically a modern day version of a Christmas story where Ralphie wants his Red Rider BB gun. But in this new one, Ape Christmas, essentially Neil Patrick Harris so desperately wants the NES Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, he wants Nintendo in the late eighties. Right. And like we all did. To try to get the Nintendo, only only the few that loved baseball cards like we did growing up would get the reference. But you know what they sold to try to pay for their Nintendo, Danny G? They had a Billy Ripken error oh, card. I was just going to say the <laughs> F face card. Yes. yes. That's it yeah. was such a great reference. It was, a, it was a reference, and I'm like, yo, this is going over 80% of people's heads, but I love it because I get it. it. After the movie. So, yeah, they get the Billy Ripken error card that, that has profanity written on the bat. Yeah. F face, it yeah. says. At the end of the movie, which both me and my daughter enjoyed, I went into my collection, busted out. First off, I was proud to show her the 1986 Jose Canseco rated rookie in the heavy plastic on the Throwback Thursday. That was that was a big card back then. Jose Canseco with his negative sideburns, with his hideburns. He has and no then, burns. And then I showed her, look, Dad has a few of the Billy Ripkins. She's like, wow, Dad, you're the greatest. What could we buy with that? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Did your daughter have a headache from rolling her eyes so much at you? Well, the truth is Pokemon cards have all the value nowadays. Even though, if you listen to Gary V, which I know you do, innovate or die. He's saying that the market for baseball cards is going back up because people threw them away. Supply and demand. We shall see. Just like back in the day. Well, we have a lot to get to. Aaron Rodgers. A-A-Ron himself. Aaron Rodgers. There's a... There's a clip from last week I know you wanted to bring up earlier yeah. this week. We we talked about this, uh, you and I. It was about Aaron Rodgers. He's at a press conference, right? Yeah. And it's interesting because he just throws it out there that Devontae Adams is the best player he ever played with. And Cavino has a theory on why that's a significant statement. It is. We'll get to that next Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. 
absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My bum is on your lips. Whoa. Whoa. Your mic. I'm sorry. Turn, let me... Sorry, I know it's not in your contract. Kavino and Rich in for Gottlieb. Uh, the what number. a squad. What a squad, huh? Kavino, oh. Rich, Danny G, Brian Fenley, Don Brown. You guys hanging out with us. We appreciate it. 877-99 on Fox. Hey, Don, let me ask you. Danny G, too. Super Bowl halftime show. Are we going to be getting what we want, or do we feel like we're going to be underwhelmed because it seems too good to be true with all those names? Uh, I'm pretty... I think it's going to come in pretty clutch, actually. I, I think so, too. I, I can't see it missing. I, yeah, I don't I, I don't want to get hyped up and be like, yo, dude, Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Mary J, Kendrick Lamar. To yeah. me, it's like, this might be the best Super Bowl halftime show. Who could complain? The only wild card is Mary J. Blige. I met her at an event in San Francisco back in the day. She was scary. Like, just she looked at me and gave me a dirty look at one point because we were like in line for something the wrong way. It was like some picture section with her uh, session with her record company. And the date I was with, like, cut the line, but not on purpose, though. Yeah. And she gave us dagger eyes like she was going to stab oh. my date in the neck. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if the only way this could fail is if they do like an extended version of like Family Affair that lasts 10 minutes <laughs> and, and we have minimal Eminem, minimal Dre. And by the way, Dr. Dre. Do you see how much he had to pay his ex-wife? Oh, yeah. $100 million? Ooh, man, it's ridiculous. But you know but what that means? It goes uh, to show you how much he has. Yes, That just shows you how much money he has. If you have to give someone else yeah. $100 million. Yeah. Like Chris Rock says, you got to feel bad for the person that makes $30,000. <laughs> yeah. That's half of that. He has to move back with his mama. Because you ain't in love. Would, ain't you, in love. would you be hesitant dating after something like that? <laughs> You'd mean, be like, I'm going to take some time for myself yeah. right now. Hey, do you think it's okay to drive stone? <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. Oh. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. You feel different. You drive different. Drive high. Get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm sorry, Rich. Someone's texting me. Oh, oh it's, it's LeBron James. Oh, you wish him a happy birthday? Cavino. <laughs> You're killing it today. Oh, sweet. Rich is kind of cool. Yeah. Love you guys on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Thanks, he LeBron. says, can you, can you give me a shout out for my birthday? No problem, LeBron. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, hey, Thanks You King. know what? I'll, on a throwback Thursday, can I sing him an old school uh, Bennigan's happy birthday? I mean, you, you were the king of Bennigan's. Happy, happy birthday. It's your special day. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. That's why we're here to say, hey, happy, happy birthday. May all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday from CNR to you. Hey! Yes, sir, Brownie. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. He gets the brownie bottom pie. It's LeBron's birthday. Thanks for the text, guys. Appreciate it. Also, shout out to Paul Ross, who hit me up. He's 37 today, Rich. There you go. More hey, reason um, to party. You know, it's... Uh, did you guys ever work at a restaurant where you had to gather people with you to sing happy birthday? Nobody wants to. No one wants to do that crap. Like you can be you'll be going around the restaurant like, yo, we got there's like a kid's birthday at I table can't, nine. I'm in the weeds. <laughs> no one wants to do it. Nobody wants to do it. And then at the oh the best the best is at the hibachi place. Oh, it's the best. Oh, that's a good stuff. Hey, happy birthday to everyone celebrating today with LeBron. Uh before we get into this Aaron Rodgers thing. Mm-hmm. 
Now, tonight, Cobra Kai, do you feel like you're allowed to talk to people about stuff the day something comes out? Because I, I feel like we get a lot of feedback of people saying, like, oh, you, you, you gave it away, or you, you talk about a show. Well, season four in the trailer, I mean, you sort of know what's going on. Terry Silver yeah. is the villain, right? He, he teams up with Sean Kreese. He He's from Karate Kid 3. I implore anyone who hasn't seen Karate Kid 3 to watch it because it was sort of the return of Cobra Kai. Because in Karate Kid 2, he goes to Okinawa. There's really no Cobra Kai. In Karate Kid 3, there's Cobra Kai. But Terry Silver's the bad guy behind it. There's a new uh-huh. new uh, villain, Mike Barnes. You need to watch the third one to know what's going on, I think, in the new season four. But in the trailer, it also shows you not only is Terry Silver involved, but it leads to the All-Valley Tournament again. Well, so I'm excited about that. It's a great show. I'm more Honestly. excited about the All Valley Tournament than college football, to be honest. Ah, college football tomorrow. A couple of good ones. <laughs> I'm excited about NFL Week 17. Now, before we get to that, and some of those games, we'll preview a little bit. There's an Aaron Rodgers clip that Danny G, if you don't mind, queuing up and hitting because Kavino has a thought and a theory. And I'm going to fight you on this a little bit. Again, I'm looking into it, though. I'm, I'm okay. over speculating, perhaps, but hear me out. Let's hear it. I've played with some great ones over the years. Obviously, Brett Favre, incredible player, all-time all time great. Charles Woodson, the same. Jordy Nelson, you know, him and I always had such a great connection. But when you start stacking up the numbers for Devontae, it's mind-blowing. I, I really feel like he's the best player that I've played with. And I, I said that to him the other night, actually. Um, I was just thinking about him and having a lot of gratitude for our friendship and the fact that I get to play with him for so many years now. And I just felt like I wanted to tell him that because it, it's true. You know, he's a special player and nobody I've seen has that ability to continue to reinvent himself, even inside of a game and set routes up the way he does. He's a fantastic player. He is. It's very nice. It's very nice to hear. But. Here's my question to you. Kavino's like, man, do you see he gave Devontae Adams all those props? And I'm like, yeah, Kavino, I saw it, but here's the thing. Doesn't he have to say that because Devontae Adams is his current no. partner, essentially? Because most football players don't say things like that. That's why it was news. Like, he said he was the best. Devontae Adams, yes, the numbers are stacking up. If you want to play stats, perhaps he is. Wait, he wasn't talking about Jordy Nelson in that clip? <laughs> exactly. He, he wasn't talking about Brett Favre or Charles Woodson or Jordy I'm... Nelson or anyone else he played with for all those years. People that have, uh, you know, been by his side. It's like that old saying, Rich. The old saying is... Fool me once. <laughs> don't get fooled again. Or <laughs> no, <laughs> What's no, no. the old saying not, you're thinking not of? Not the yeah, George, George Bush, Bush thing. Uh, There's an old saying. <laughs> it's, it goes something like this. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else, right? So if you're saying yes to hibachi, you might be saying no to uh, pizza. pizza. When you say yes to plans with your bros, you're saying no to Date plans night. with yeah. your significant other. When you're saying Devontae Adams is the best publicly at a press conference, mm-hmm. what you're saying is all the other people were not. So you think like you think Jordy should, Nelson's like, yo, man. I'm not saying they should be offended. <laughs> yeah. That's not, you know, or butthurt or any of those things. But it does make you say, hmm. You know, if if I was Jordy Nelson, I'd be thinking like that little emoji. You know the little thinking emoji? Oh, yeah. I'd be thinking, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. All right. I always thought I was the best. I always thought we had that chemistry. Now, while but that, might, while that might be up. true, while Devonta Adams is probably Would his best teammate. Would you take it kindly if, uh, if, if a significant other in your life said that about someone else? Well, that's a great point. Okay. Because here's the deal. You have to answer that way. I'll show you an experiment. Watch this. Okay. Hey, Danny G. Yo. If you were in front of your woman and I asked you the following question, how would you answer? Yo, Danny G, who's the sweetest girl you ever dated? Hmm. Oh, you, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're going to say the girl you with. If I was like, yo, Danny G, um, yeah. you got, yo, be honest with me, man, yeah. in front of your girl, who's the best lover you've ever had? Oh, clearly uh, my, my, uh, my, my girl here. Baby, turn around and look at that mirror right there. Yeah, look at that. You're not, <laughs> is he going to, is Aaron yeah. Ryan? Wait, if we're in the bedroom, yo. baby, look up yo. at that mirror right that there. Shit, wow. yeah, yeah. Danny yeah. G's a freak. I challenge any dumb guy to say another woman in front of his wife or girlfriend. Aaron Rodgers, while it might be true, it's the obvious answer. He's not going to be like, but best guy, wait, best guy I ever played with. Uh-huh. He didn't have to say it. And the yeah. fact that he said it confidence is, builder. is why it made news. You know what I mean? I don't think you heard Tom. Well, Tom Brady did say, no, I think Randy Moss probably just said, I'm the greatest guy that he ever played with. I was his best weapon. You don't hear quarterbacks say that about their teammates. You just don't. And I think it's a sneak this a little bit. It's not intended to be. It wasn't intended to be a negative comment towards Brett Favre Yo, or Charles Woodson Greg, or Jordy uh, Nelson or anyone else you played with. But if you really look into it, when you say yes to somebody, you say no to someone else. When you say Devontae Adams is the best, you're saying Brett Favre wasn't. You're saying Charles Woodson wasn't. You're saying Jordy Nelson wasn't. Uh, by the so way, when you really look into it and you dissect it, that is what's going on. He didn't have to say Devontae Adams was the best. He just willingly said it because the numbers say so. You know, And it is a compliment, but when you really look into it, there's more to be said. I just got a text message from uh, Greg Jennings. He said, uh, him and Randall Cobb are having a caramel macchiato crying about this right now. It's not that I anyone, thought I was his dude. It's not that anyone should cry about it. You know, I'm not feeding into, into today's extra sensitive culture. culture. It just is what it is. I know. My, my, and and my I point, think there I, is a truth to it, and there is a, a little bit of a sneak this in there. It's easy to say when it's true, right? It's easy to say when it's true, but if I asked you, Steve Cavino. Yeah. Who have you had the uh, most chemistry with in your life? Uh, kissing. Your current girlfriend? I have no knowledge of anything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to say? You're, you're going to say, but, uh, but guess what? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to bed with Devontae Adams. As far as you know, <laughs> no, I, I know they battle together. Kevin Shailene Woodley have a, a, a what do they call it? A uh, again, no, unconventional relationship. So you don't know. It's apples and oranges. <laughs> Guess what? Devontae Adams isn't going to put Aaron Rodgers on the couch tonight. You know, not let him in his room. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is in the doghouse if he says something else. I'm just saying, compliments. It's much different when you're when you're married or dating someone. You got to be careful of what I you know. say. I'm just Aaron saying, Rodgers as the quarterback of the team didn't have to say anything. And again, if it was just a compliment, it wouldn't have made. This was like a trending sort of thing. Hey, did you see what Aaron Rodgers said? It was like the ultimate sort of acknowledgement. Yeah, I, I I feel you. I feel you. You always have to compliment the current person, though. You can't ever say. Uh, let me else. let me ask you this. If so I, I said, every, "Hey, Rich, you're, the best job you ever had," 
yeah, you, you may have an answer, but you know what you're saying to all your other former employers? That wasn't the best. That wasn't the best. If I said, Rich, the best boss you ever had. These are great questions. Right? Yeah, you might have an answer, and that's a compliment to, you know, Scott Shapiro. (laughs) (laughs) But what you're really saying is, hey, the other guys didn't stack up. There's two ways to look at it. There's two perspectives here. Well, you know, we got Jordy Nelson might be like, yeah, all right, I see what he's saying, but damn. Well, Brian Fenley, time for trending, and uh, (laughs) who's your favorite fill-in show? <laughs> it's got to be Covino and Rich. Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, and with how infatuated you guys have been with 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. here are the chances of him playing this oh, weekend. Oh, what wow. we know, guys, Ooh. according to the media personnel, you know, when these guys practice, there is a little portion of the media that, can that watch, is a yeah. watch. And apparently, Jimmy G, you know, he's dealing with that thumb injury, was not wearing practice garb today. So keep that in mind for fantasy owners and Jimmy G enthusiasts Ooh. like you guys. And don't, don't you guys mean Rich. Rich is obsessed. Oh, no, but Brian, I, I, let me Rich tell you. Yeah. I'm not obsessed. I'm a Niners guy. And, you know, Jimmy G seemed awfully certain at that presser yesterday. He was like, yeah, I feel pre- awfully confident that I'll be able to go Sunday. But now you're saying another day of practice where he was not taking the first team reps. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance was in there. Yo, I... I think this is the most interesting late season storyline because this could change that whole dynamic of that team. Who knows? Yeah, and here's another interesting late season story. So Russell Wilson, of course, the Seahawks quarterback, he spoke and unprompted he was talking about his future in Seattle. He said, quote, I know for me, I hope it's not my last game in Seattle, but at the same time, I know it won't be my last game in the NFL. Close quote. Now, he wasn't Hmm. asked anything about this. But he insinuates that this is seriously on his mind a lot, and he's contemplating it. Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown did not practice today with that ankle injury. The LA Rams activated their offensive lineman Andrew Whitworth. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger hinting at his days being numbered here. He says that all signs are pointing to Monday being his final home game, and I'm sure Steeler fans can't wait for that. Uh, Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb is coming off a core muscle surgery, and he returned to practice. A speedy recovery for him. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, an ankle problem, hasn't been himself and has not been able to really practice. Uh, Tyler Huntley, though, his backup, has been activated off the COVID list. In the NBA, the Knicks have put their star and Julius Randle into COVID protocols. David Adelman is in line to coach, be the head coach for Nuggets. Nuggets head coach in Mike Malone, who is out with COVID-19 protocols, and Denver is taking on the Warriors tonight. 76ers head coach Doc Rivers goes on the COVID list. Dan Burke will step in for him as Brooklyn takes on, or excuse me, as the 76ers take on the Brooklyn Nets. Gonzaga men's basketball will not play this weekend versus Loyola Marymount with the COVID issue being the problem there. In college football, We've got right now the Music City Bowl happening, and Tennessee is sticking it to Purdue 21-13 to with Vols quarterback Hendon Hooker, two touchdown throws. And then we've got Rich and Covino's favorite bowl. It's the Duke's Mayo Bowl in South Carolina. <laughs> I, love I love it. Takes it to, to North Carolina 38-21, to and we do know that the Gamecocks had over 300 yards rushing. We also know that either Covino or Rich looked through my search history and found out that I've been looking at yeah. mayonnaise in relation to this game. 
But I went through your search history, guys, and I saw that you were looking at all the ways you can use mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. And I'll leave that right there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, if anyone, I'm going to tell you right now, if anyone listening chooses Miracle Whip over mayonnaise... You're a psychopath. <laughs> is, you mean over Hellman's? Yeah, over Hellman's. Yeah, like Mayo. Like who? Is Miracle, Miracle Whip, Whip is the grossest I don't crap think it, ever. Is it still around? Is that, do they still make Miracle Whip? I think it is. Wow. Yo, Miracle it, Whip is not Mayo, bro. <laughs> that is gross stuff. One of the worst replacement items <laughs> on earth. And Kavito and Rich, I'll leave you with this. <laughs> yeah. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think, uh, call for a ride home. No. Uh, what's the worst that can happen if you decide to, to drive when... You might not be sober. You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober, sober, or get pulled over. Paid for by Nitsa. As we bounce the basketball back to Covino oh, yeah. and Rich. Thank you, Brian. Two heartthrobs for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> that yeah. is true. You guys uh, like how I gave him one of your reads? There? I did. Thank, hey, yes. Brian. Thank you, Brian. Way to go, Brian. Brian hey, family. You know, Brian brought up something that uh, got me thinking. Um, total random thought. <laughs> Uncertain about. <laughs> the future of Russell Wilson, right? Yeah, in Seattle. Yeah, same I mean, with same with Pete Carroll, right? He might be a, a saint next year, for all we know. Same with Pete Carroll, and it's just a, a thought for Seattle Seahawks fans and people that root for them. Isn't it always strange? I, I call it like the weird aftermath team when your team is identified so long by by like a combination of like a quarterback and a coach or a starting rotation. Once they're out of the picture, the team almost has like an image rebuilt. But yeah, like on they, a they, major they level. They start losing identity and they, they but, have to but, start all over But again. on like a major level. Like I can't. Well, obviously I, I thought of uh, Belichick and Brady when you said that. And I thought but of, Belichick like, is still I thought there. of the, the pitching squad of, oh, good call. But I thought of uh, the, Braves. Like the Braves of the 90s. Yeah. But it takes a minute to like, I guess, honestly, in the eyes of sports fans to rebrand yourself. Like in every single human's mind. And I, if I say Seattle Seahawks, you're probably picturing Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson. That's why when when sometimes people lose a job or you get a divorce, you're so identified by this. You're like, who am I? You know, you just don't know. You have to figure it out again. Start all over. It really is. It's like a weird identity thing. You get so tied to something. I know. I've been there, bro. But who am I? Think of... I'll, I'll give you one because, of, again, it's one of my teams. I'm a Mets fan. Growing up as a kid in the 80s, when the Mets moved on from Dwight Gooden and Darryl and Keith Hernandez and Gary Carter, the next, so, the next team essentially becomes like the bunk replacement team. And after all the years of success, only one Super Bowl, they could have won more, but if Seattle moves on from Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson... I mean, the Legion of Boom is already gone. The best thing that, that, that team will, best... that team will have such a different image in my mind. Like I still like, it's a it's a weird thought, right? That they're gonna they can move on from both of those guys next year and just be a totally different team. It, it's part of the rebuild, Rich. It really is. Yeah. It's just part of starting over. And you know what? There's some Russell Wilson audio that we're gonna play next. So hang tight. We have more Cavino and Rich in for Gottlieb right here on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, buddies? Yeah. Cavino and Rich in for Doug Gottlieb. And uh, by the way, it could easily happen. few drinks becomes a few too many. Want to call for a ride home? Nah, it's all right. Well, you should. You could get pulled over, lose your license, total your car, kill somebody, drive sober, don't get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. All right, Cavino and Rich. Now, 
I wanted to just uh, reiterate my uh, amazing point <laughs> that I made before the break of it. It was all right. I mean, it was all right, man. It was Maybe all right. Saying how Russell Wilson mm-hmm. insinuates that maybe, possibly. I mean, everyone's insinuating that it might be his final run with Seattle. Over. Not just him. Yeah. It might be over in Seattle. Take a listen to Russell Wilson earlier. Be your last game with the Seahawks in, in Seattle. Just, just kind of curious if that's something you think is realistic, and if that's something that's going through your mind at all. That maybe Sunday could be your last game at Lumen. I think that you know you never know, but I, I think that for me personally, I hope it's not. I was saying, I was saying, I, I hope it's not. But I was also also saying that in terms of the preparation, I also know that the reality is is that it won't be my last game in, in, in NFL period. So every day you have to give everything you have. Ooh, that's a hard hitting question. Oh. Was that uh, asked by Charlemagne the God? <laughs> He asks all the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. I saw the one he asked Kamala Harris. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. Um, but that really is. I mean, we want to hear from from Wilson. Yeah. And yeah, it's not like a vague, tricky answer, but here's my takeaway. My takeaway is if the Seattle Seahawks part ways in the near future with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. that's like the double face of their organization. That The, the, the Pete Carroll-Russell Wilson combo is the definition of the only success that organization has had. I look at other teams around other sports. When you get a facelift, it takes years for your fans to feel good good again. Think about it. Uh, Houston, for years it was like Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. They're both gone. What is the Houston Texans now? Identity crisis. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. No Cleveland, leadership. after LeBron, the Dolphins, when Dan Marino and Duper and Clayton and all those guys in the 80s hung it up. Like the Dolphins look for decades for a new identity. What about the Cubs now? Go When baseball starts, no Rizzo, no Gallo, no Bryant, no Baez, no rerun, no rent. <laughs> no Roger, no rerun, no rent. I mean, yeah, I mean you need a face of it's like the organization when, for when, sure. When the people that won you a championship or a Super Bowl or a World Series are gone. The team goes through and the fans go through a weird identity crisis. And I just look at the Seattle Seahawks as a 49ers fan. I looked at them and I'm like, oh, damn, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson always winning. Yeah. Like, I hate them because they're good. Right. If that's over, does Seattle become like like a bunk team for a few years? I think they become the Seattle Seahawks that we sort of grew up knowing for a minute. Yeah. Again, those Steve, are growing Steve pains. Steve Larchin with his one metal strip helmet. They, they just go through those growing <laughs> pains again. That's really it. Steve Larger rebuilt. Steve Larger was the best receiver that looked like a goofball. You watched a lot of football back in the eighties, Danny G. I mean, was there a goofier, better receiver than Steve Largent? No, as little kids, <laughs> the one bar helmet. It was either a punter, a kicker. It was Reggie Roby or a yeah, or, <laughs> or a really brave wide receiver. I know the one bar helmet. Come on. Or a um, really bad quarterback. No doubt. Mark um, Wilson. Mark, Mark Wilson. Throwback Raider. I'll tell you what. Whoever does get Russell Wilson, though, are going to be immediate contenders. I think he's going to have huge impact if he's healthy anywhere else. Because the reason, again, it's his first ever losing season is because of health. Yeah. And you he, know, I think he still could have had a, a 500 or winning season. On his own, even though his team stinks. You know what it makes me if feel? If he was healthy. If he was healthy. Makes me feel like I'm a genius. Health is wealth. All right, slow down, Lenny Poffo. Makes me feel like I'm a genius, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. for years, since I'm an NFC West type of guy, mm-hmm. there are years, even when the Seahawks, in my opinion, were average at best, Russell Wilson would take him to like the divisional game. 
or maybe even the championship. And every year they did. I'm like, yeah, this team's not that great. And they competed because of they him. They compete because of Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Yeah, because and, he, and the, he would and, make something out, out of nothing. And the Legion of Boom slowly but surely disintegrated. And then yeah. it was like, well, they don't even have a great defense anymore. They were unbeatable at home for a time. Now it's like they lose all the time at home. If Russell, if Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll are out in Seattle, that team is going to have the most crazy identity crisis for for years, for years. Unless you get a big name coach and and replace Russell Wilson with another star, the Yankees seem to always do a great job replacing their stars because. I remember thinking, like, yo, when Jeter leaves, who the hell's going to play shortstop? Well, getting a facelift costs money. Yeah. And Yankees got money. D.D. Gregorius. Yeah. That he, guy actually somehow stepped up enough, right? He played well enough to at least ease the blow of losing Derek Jeter. Well, a couple things we want to get to coming up on Kavino and Rich. In for Gottlieb, uh, should the NBA take a timeout, a pause? People are thinking that's a possibility that should be explored. Also, Kyle Seeger, I want to talk about him and his wife. Cool. And Aaron Rodgers, all coming up. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio. Hit us up. We're live.